0: Hello SCS Student Ministries, Devin here. Uh, super excited to be bringing you our first uh, message of this new school year, uh, kicking things off tonight um, at Youth Group. It's gonna be a fun time just to hang out and see everyone again after the summer. Um, we'll be meeting outside at seven. Uh, and this first month, so the month of September, we're gonna be going through a new series that is called Rad. Um, like, like, short for radical. So, we're going to be going looking through the book of James. We're going to be looking at the life of Jesus and how he was sometimes uh, considered a radical. So, to start a lot of this series, we're going to be flashing back to when this word rad was used, which was the 90s. Um, it, since none of you that are probably listening, if you're in youth group high school currently, none of you were around in the 90s, um, uh, we're gonna go through this more tonight and talk about this kind of stuff. But I mean, there was a lot of different. There was a lot of differences from now, right? Uh, so think to yourself if you recognize or if these are words that you still use or not, because these are all words or phrases that were used in the '90s. So there's things like sup, fly, you go girl, talk to the hand, all that in a bag of chips, home skillet, booyah, I da, ba, da bomb, fat no. These are all super cringy things that you look back and say but these were things that people said in the 90s right um kind of weird um then if you keep looking back we can look back at 90s music i mean i think this is more common that people would hear songs like this songs like i want it that way waterfalls um britney spears songs all that kind of stuff came from the 90s right um we're gonna play a game tonight at youth group where we're gonna be humming these songs you're gonna have to try and guess but, um, which should be fun, but it could also be a little bit frustrating because when you're humming a song and someone else is trying to guess that song, um, to the person humming, it feels like it should be super obvious, right? Like you are hearing the song in your own head and you're humming it and it sounds exactly the same, right? And then the person that's trying to guess is just having issues and they're You feel like they're not listening to you, right? And if you're the person that's trying to guess the song, um, you, you feel like I'm listening, but I don't know what you're trying to say, right? Um... Maybe one of the reasons this game is so funny is because that we all struggle to communicate sometimes. Um, Sometimes our problem is listening, we struggle to listen to others, and we feel like no one is listening to us. Um, I don't know if this is still something, this is a show that I grew up watching and I loved, um, but The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, classic 90s sitcom. Um, Will Smith lives in or from Philadelphia, moves to Bel Air to live with his relatives. Um, There's one scene in particular where where Will is desperate to get his uncle Phil to listen to him. Um, So he starts doing this whole lip syncing thing for his uncle to try and like get him to understand um, what he's talking about. Um, But sometimes our problem um, is speaking. So the other side, sometimes sometimes it's listening, sometimes it's speaking. In the same show, Will's best friend, Jazz, basically talks constantly. He, um, and it's always a joke or comment or comeback or something ready, something snarky that he's trying to say. Um, but often his mouth gets him into trouble. Um, and it's a recurring joke in the show that he's getting thrown out of the house, usually for something that he said. Um, so think about this at home. You can think if this is a yes or no answer to you. Uh, have you ever felt like you weren't being listened to? Do you think anyone has ever felt like you weren't listening to them? Do you know anyone whose words can get them into trouble? Maybe it's you. Have you ever said something because you were angry that you later regretted? Or have you ever wished you had listened a little bit more than you had spoken? So today we're going to talk about talking and listening, because as we'll see, God has something to say about how we communicate with each other. And it's pretty radical, right? Um, So in the 90s, We'll get into this radical word now, right? It meant cool. That was pretty simple. That's what it meant. Um, The word radical sometimes has negative connotations, though, the way it gets used now. Um, People with extreme or dangerous views, um, especially when it comes to politics or religion, um, they're often called radical people, right? I use the word radical. Um, But radical can have positive meaning, too, because if you're radical, you might not or you might not be content with the status quo. You might be a little bit different from everyone else. Um, maybe you're committed to changing the world for good. Um, and did you know that Jesus was accused of being radical? And that's not the exact word, right, that was used 2,000 years ago. That was not something in their language. But they used words that meant roughly the same, the same um, polarizing word that we use now. Uh, they thought that Jesus' messages was too different or extreme or revolutionary for their time. What Jesus said about God's love was radical to the people there. And how Jesus told us to love each other was radical as well. Um, so like I said, this series that we're going through where we're going to learn about this is from the book of James. Um, because if we were looking in the Bible for, Bible for practical advice on how to be radically different from the rest of the world— we would probably end up in the book of James. Um, This book is a letter uh, written by James, who is Jesus' brother. Because they grew up together, Jesus was a big influence on James' life. And the book of James is packed with the teachings of Jesus, but James usually summarizes Jesus instead of quoting him directly. James knew Jesus' teaching so well that retelling Jesus' message in his own words was easy for him. Uh, James is known for really his straightforward um, approach to the Bible, uh, straightforward instructions for how to follow Jesus. These teachings might seem simple, but they have the power to create radical change. So the first place uh, we're going to start, we're going to start right at the beginning of James um, in chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. And James is a pretty short book. There's only five chapters. But these two verses say, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So James says to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Uh, And these instructions are easy to understand, but they're not so easy for us to do because they go against our human nature. I mean, be quick to listen. But the average human only has an eight-second attention span i mean slow to speak but we all want to share our thoughts and opinions after i mean we're usually right right Um, and be slow to get angry how are we supposed to control that Uh, most of the time we're slow to listen quick to speak and quick to get angry instead of listening to others we're consumed with our own lives our thoughts wants worries and insecurities and instead of being careful with our words we say things that cause hurt and pain or try to show that we're smarter or that we're right over someone else's thoughts. Um, Instead of managing our emotions wisely, we let our feelings of defensiveness, frustration, and anger control how we treat people. James says this isn't what God says is right or righteous. It's certainly not loving. And if you want to know what is right or loving in God's eyes, you look to Jesus. He was quick to listen. Jesus listened carefully to others, and he asked great questions. He was slow to speak. Even when he was asked a question, Jesus often asked more questions of his own before he gave an answer. And he was slow to get angry. Jesus did get angry sometimes, but never over the petty things that we can get angry over. He was patient and generous with people, even with people that we would say were his enemies. And when we love others like Jesus loves, it has the power to change us, others, and the world in radical ways. But that's not all. When we love others like Jesus loves, it has a radical impact on our relationship with God as well. Jesus often quoted the book of Psalms, which is a collection of prayers and songs written many years before Jesus was even on earth, right? Um, And Psalm 15 talks to us about how we can be close to God and listen carefully, to so, so listen carefully as we're reading this, um, if you can hear any similarities to what James wrote. So this is the whole thing of Psalm chapter 15. It's only a few verses. Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? The one whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart, whose tongue utters no slander, who does no wrong to a neighbor and casts no slur on others who despises a vile person but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things will never be shaken. I mean, do you see the similarities between the words of David in this psalm and the words of James? David says people who want to be close to God don't speak poorly of others, don't harm others, and do speak truth. This sounds a lot like what James is saying in in his letter. Um, Can you imagine how your relationship with God might change if you tried to be more like Jesus in this way in particular? Through Jesus, we can have a relationship with God no matter what we've done. But like the psalmist wrote, it's hard to feel close with God when you're mistreating the people God made and loves. Can you imagine how your family, friends, school, or the world could be different if everyone treated each other this way? If we were slower to speak or get angry and quicker to listen, the changes would be radical. So do you want to see that radical change? Are you not sure what you think about Jesus yet, but you know you want to see more good and less hate in the world, then James tells us how to live like Jesus. Radical people listen more than they speak. All right? You probably can't change the whole world, but you can show others the radical love of Jesus just by listening. I mean, we all have that one person we know that is just an amazing listener, right? And if you don't know someone, I recommend you go find someone that can be a friend of yours, a close friend who is a good listener because I think we all should have at least one close friend who is a great listener. Um, it's It's so important to us and it might seem insignificant, but how many great listeners do you really know Learning to listen is an act of love that's actually pretty radical. Uh, there's so many ways for to put James' words into practice, but I want us to focus on listening today because when we're busy listening, we're not busy speaking. And when we take time to listen, our, anchor, our anger has time to subside. Um, I want you to think of some responses on your own. I'm going to ask a couple questions, and so just sit there and think you could write it down Whatever you want to do, um, brainstorm some responses to what I'm about to say. When might you really want someone to listen to you? When you're angry, during an argument, when you're lonely or sad, etc. How do you know when something when someone is listening to you? And lastly, when someone listens to you, how do you feel? We might think we know how to listen to others, but do we really? It's not always like so easy, right? Think about it this way. There are four ways you can love someone by listening to them. Number one, listen with your heart. Listening is more than just passively hearing. It's actively caring about what someone is saying. We know we're truly listening when others' words move from our ears to our hearts. Number two, listen with your mind. It's easy to let your mind wander when someone is talking, so practice active listening by paying close attention to others' words. Don't miss what they're saying because you're thinking about what you're going to say next. Listen with your body. Put down your phone. Look people in the eye. Lean forward. Nod to let them know. This will help you listen better and let other person know that you care. And last but not least, listen with curiosity. Sometimes we listen just because we are trying to be polite, but politeness isn't the goal of listening. The goal is to listen so we can love people better. So decide to be curious about other people. Then challenge yourself to ask others more questions. Questions that show you care. So I want you to practice this this week. Find a friend, maybe a stranger, maybe your parents, whatever it is. Uh, Find someone who might need someone to really hear them. Then practice listening with your heart, mind, body, and curiosity. Because listening is one way we can model the radical love of Jesus. But about listening to God? Do these same ideas apply? And the answer is yes. We all know how to ask God for things, but it's not always easy to know how to listen for God's voice, right? Some people think God only speaks to us during big moments or elaborate experiences, but that's not true. God can speak to us through the Bible, music, movies, stories, books, art, nature, conversations, and so many other things. God is always speaking, but we have to learn to listen. And how do we do that? The same way we listen to each other, with our hearts, by caring what God has to say, with our minds, by setting aside time to listen carefully, with our bodies, maybe by closing our eyes, raising our hands, kneeling, going on a walk, or just putting our phones in the other room for a few minutes, and with our curiosity, by asking God questions, deciding to learn more, and wondering what God is like. So this week, will you decide to do something radical, Will you decide to love God and others better this week by listening? And I hope so, because radical people listen more than they speak. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening. I'm so excited to start this new year and start off with this cool series on uh, just being radical and learning the radical love that Jesus taught. Uh, Super excited to see that, and I'll see you guys next week.